What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. Uh, today, my guest is going to be the head women's soccer coach here at Bethany College, Alyssa Finelli. Uh, we're also going to do our giveaways. We got a uh, we got a bag from Bubba's that we're giving away, and we got a hat and shirt combo. I can't show you the shirt side because uh, the name of the award winner is in there, and I'm not trying to give that away yet. Uh, also, I wanted to point out that the uh, there's going to be a lot of news coming out of the bar here soon. They're planning on doing a um, a little bit of a like a yard sale type thing. If you haven't, you're in town and you haven't stopped down there yet. You should. Uh, the names are they're, they're John and John Tenney. That's who you want to ask for when you get down there. But enough about that. We'll uh, we'll maybe we'll talk later on about that. But I hope you guys are enjoying. Make sure you like and subscribe and follow me on all the pla on all social media platforms so you can get the Dingo Talk Show and. Uh, you know, without further ado, here's Coach Finelli. What's going on, Chuckleheads? Welcome back to part one with head women's soccer coach Alyssa Finelli. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Here's your tea. <laughs> At the end of the show, you're going to have to announce the, the winners of the, the giveaway this week. Okay. Um, as we do, this is Dingo Talk. I am Carla Guadagnino. As we do every week, it's kind of the first segment to get to know you, everything before you got here. And then we'll talk about the second part when you got here. And now go, this will be two years, right? Yep. So, yep. Um, sure, there's sure there's <laughs> been some experiences and here on the sure. mountaintop. It's and then uh, let's see what we got. We got awards. That's the other thing. Yeah. So, uh, but so you sh Easton area high school graduate in eleven. Yep, eleven. Mm-hmm. Pretty successful career there, you'd say. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Uh, again, with the coaches, they want to be modest. The all-time leading, <laughs> all-time leading scorer, assist getter, point getter, and uh, there's a uh, HOF. I think that stands for Hall. She's in the <laughs> Hall of Fame there as well. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that year, that senior, your senior year specifically, mm -hmm. um, and how the recruitment process for you to get to Lafayette College. Well, I was actually committed going into my senior year, just because Division One typically, you know, is yeah. a little bit more in advance and same thing in the women's game typically you see it just being a little bit um you know people commit quicker typically on the women's side um but i honestly in the beginning was very um against uh looking at lafayette a little bit because it was in my backyard pretty ah. much um you know i've lived pretty much 10 minutes from lafayette i mean my my grandfather actually went there um, so I, I always had sweatshirts growing up that said Lafayette on it, and I loved this one sweatshirt, but I never envisioned myself typically going there. Um, you know, looked at a, a lot of other, I would say, regional schools of, you know, across all divisions. But um, when I visited there, I had a, a really, honestly, great experience. It's a beautiful campus. Obviously, it's a great mm -hmm. academic institution, and I just kind of, on my overnight, fell in love with it. And um, I was des definitely hesitant, like I said, you know, I didn't envision going like 10 minutes. You don't minutes want to be right down to, the road. Yeah, um, but I got a completely different experience there than I would have gotten or could have gotten maybe going anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of times people do overlook sometimes going in their backyard pretty much to college. But um, I was a little bit more open-minded to it once I visited and I, you know, ended up falling in love with the campus and, and the team and just, you know, the experience I could get there. So, well, so you get there, you're a uh, mm -hmm. psych major. Mm -hmm. Was that... Was that 
from beginning to end, that's what no. you wanted to do? Um, I was undecided. Uh, I really wasn't sure what field I wanted to go into or really what career I wanted to pursue. Mm -hmm. I coached in high school. I coached uh, at the youth level with my high school coach. He kind of got me into it. And I always loved it. I mean, being there and, and seeing, you know, young kids develop and, and finally accomplish something that you've been working so hard on and, and the excitement, um, it, I kind of started to fall in love with it. And I knew I wanted to be involved in coaching. Um, I mean, I'm a typically a very competitive person. Um, <laughs> so you wanted to stay in athletics? For and sure. I That was never really a doubt. Um, that's not something I ever really second-guessed, but I wasn't sure to, to what capacity I wanted to be involved. Education side. Yeah, exactly. Admin the administrative, administrative side. Yeah, for sure. So I wasn't sure. I mean, I had an internship where I worked with um, – Philadelphia Union's like second team, the USL team, and I really enjoyed it, you know, doing some marketing there. I, I worked at a, um, interned and worked at a sports psychology um, company, a local one um, out in Bethlehem, and I had a great experience there. I learned a lot, and, um, you know, I think, I, I definitely just learned a lot, but I always had that um, drive to, I think, be actually out there, like mm -hmm. on the field. Obviously, I'm not playing anymore at, you know, at the collegiate level and, and whatnot, but... But you are playing. We'll, we'll get to that. Don't get ahead <laughs> well, of the list there. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't this past year or anything, but I had in the past, and that was great. But, um, but yeah, it's it's a way to still keep me out there, keep me competitive, because um, I, need, <laughs> I need that in my life for sure. But um, I just kind of, you know, kind of happened. I got a great opportunity and just fell in love with it, so... Mm -hmm. While you're do figuring all that stuff out, mm -hmm. you're four-year four letter winner, three years of yeah. starter. <laughs> um, and then at, at, at a Division One school, I mean, that can't be – I mean, it's not easy for the Division Three athletes to yeah. juggle everything. <laughs> What's the experience mm -hmm. like when you're Division One? Mm -hmm. What are the – is um, it similar to what the athletes here go through and with – for sure. I mean, you're going to you can get a similar experience at any division, um, you know, any any kind of school. It kind of just depends on, I would say, maybe how it's run or mm -hmm. what the mentality is behind it. But, um, you know, it's challenging being a collegiate athlete is challenging no matter where you're at, especially, you know, again, there's a lot of other factors that go into it. Um, I mean, even though I went really close to home, I got a completely different experience than, you know, I, I didn't feel like I was necessarily yeah. right at home all the time. Um, so I, I definitely learned a lot about myself, about, you know, coaching, about, you know, just, just everything. So it was a really valuable experience for me. And I, I definitely look back and I, I cherish that. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely thankful for the opportunities and, and the learning experiences I gained from, from going to Lafayette and, and playing collegiate soccer and, um, you know, going to a academically and, you know, rigorous institution yeah. and, um, you know, private education, which is pretty much where I've been everywhere since. It's kind of the environment I like to be in. It's, um, you know, the, the kind of student I like to work with, an mm -hmm. athlete I like to work with. So, um, so yeah, I think it's just, it's helped me a lot. It was a, it was a great learning experience. Now, we, I, I asked you what the name of this, the, the school was, and I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher <laughs> it, so... Moravian. Is, is that <laughs> yeah. right out of? So you graduate and you yeah. go? Uh, yeah. So at that point, I wasn't entirely 100% like I wanted to coach. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to. I wasn't sure um, where. I had looked into a lot of graduate assistant spots, and, you know, they're definitely hard to come by. Um, the AD there actually used to coach at Lehigh, and I kind of knew him just from the recruitment process um, and kind of got in touch with him and ended mm -hmm. up 
you know, working there. And I actually worked with the current assistant at Lehigh too, and I learned a lot from her. Um, I think it was a great opportunity for me. So I kind of use that as, you know, a bit of a stepping stone to find a graduate assistant job or, you know, find that job that into next, the collegiate, yeah. you know, role, which I ended up getting at, you know, at Arcadia. Mm -hmm. um, my I, Rick Brownell, he's the head coach there. He was actually my former club coach. Okay. So kind of just knew I was looking into it and, and things like that. And it just ended up working out perfectly. So. Um, which was also, he's been a great mentor to me. Um, I've learned a lot from him. I mean, they're great uh, Division three school academically and, mm -hmm. you know, athletically. So, um, so yeah, that was great. And then, you know, get, got the opportunity at, at Seton Hill, which again, um, learned under another great mentor, Andy McNabb. He's been great. He's now, he's now in North Carolina at Barton, but I've honestly just been, you know, blessed with some great opportunities and, great institutions to be at um, well and that, at, at seton hill that was a um it was, it was probably one of the best years yeah to that point for the mm -hmm. program mm -hmm. you guys went 10 and 0 at home yeah <laughs> yeah you made a little bit of a run mm -hmm. in the PSAC tournament mm -hmm. um which were all kind of firsts for the school um mm -hmm. all of that comes together and on top of that you're also playing in the um for the for the Lehigh Valley Tempest, and you said yeah. the other teams. So talk about the balance between being a coach and still being on. Like, mm -hmm. how do you break the coach mentality when you're on the field still doing? Um, actually, sometimes for me it's not that hard. I think because it's kind of just my escape. I kind of like sometimes having that outlet and just mm -hmm. knowing that I, uh, you know what I mean. I can just play and be free and and be in that comfortable environment. Um, it's just something you've so been it, doing. It, it so was kind of easy. I mean, there's definitely times where you're seeing that or you're you're obviously learning from the coach who mm -hmm. you're, you know, who's your head coach or um, things like that. So I have definitely was always trying to learn and, and take notes and, and, you know, take some of those drills into what I, you know, now do, obviously, with my teams. But um, sometimes, it, like I said, it's been kind of easier, I think, <laughs> maybe than it would seem just because I like to have that. that all and I love to go play and have fun. Exactly. Um you know, I definitely miss it. Uh, that's the one thing I think back home when I was living out, you know, by the Lehigh Valley and mm -hmm. um, there's a lot more leagues out there than there are here. So there were times where I was involved in, you know, three different leagues. So just um, playing just to I, get. As yeah, a, I mean, I was in an all women's league, an all men's league and a co-ed league. Um, so I was just like if there was a league out there, you know, I was playing three times a, a week, you know, three nights a week and I was involved in it. And I just I mean, I loved it. And um, that's that was my escape, and then you know, coaching, you know, almost every night of the week. So, so I'm gonna pose this question. You don't, <laughs> you can think about it because when we we're gonna mm -hmm. go to a break, because okay. I think we're getting close <laughs> to that time of of your journey to to Bethany. Uh -huh. We're gonna, I'm gonna ask the question. There's another question after this, but I want to ask you a specific question mm -hmm. of, as a, as a player, mm -hmm. one on one with the the men's soccer coach here at Bethany. <laughs> so I want you to think about it. Um, who do you think? Do you have to answer right now? But who's the <laughs> who's top dog when it comes to soccer? The skill, the skill of the oh, game. Oh, playing wise. Yes, playing wise. <laughs> I mean, so, go ahead. You think about it. Think about it. You have I, to answer right now. I uh, would just, uh, from my, um, I mean, the assumptions I would have to make. Obviously, I think we're very different players. So that would be my guess. I mean, we play different positions and stuff like that. So, 
I don't know. <laughs> the that was a were... very that was a very nice way of saying. <laughs> I don't I'm know. Not, I, I, <laughs> I'm not going to give a let me give a real answer because I don't want Frankie I would, to. I honestly would say that we're probably pretty different players, though. Just I mean, the men's and women's game is is can be very different. Um, so I would say I I've actually never seen Frankie play, which is funny, and I don't think he's ever really seen me play. So <laughs> so nobody has any taste on each other. I don't know if I can really judge. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he was a great player. I mean, he's won a won a national title, so can't yeah. really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's all right. <laughs> so he had to be semi decent. He does what he can. I mean, he's got a big smile on his face. Yeah, I know he's trying not to pay attention now. <laughs> but um, so you're you end the year at Seton Hill. Mm-hmm. And that was in 2000, I'm guessing the spring of 18, mm-hmm. finished out the whole year. Mm-hmm. Uh, where does the process start? Like, when did you start looking? When does Bethany yeah. come into the picture? So I actually started looking, I would say, in January because I kind of got an opportunity. Um, a, a college reached out to my head coach um, at Seton Hill at the time and mm-hmm. kind of was like, you know, we're starting a women's soccer program. Um, we're, we're interested in your assistant, you know, would she be interested? And at that point, I don't know that I particularly thought that my next step would be head coach. Um, I mean, obviously that's, that's the goal. I guess I just, you know, I know that as a coach, you're constantly learning. Um, and I obviously, I don't think you ever stop learning. I think there's a lot more I can learn. Um, just as again, every coach, the game's constantly evolving, things like that. But, um, I guess I just didn't. I, I just didn't think that that was maybe the next step. I mean, it was something I considered, but I didn't think that would be it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was definitely considering um, maybe becoming a, you know, pursuing the Division One route a little bit because that's where I've played, um, I think. So I was kind of split on, like, what the next move would be and obviously to between the divisions and sometimes your personal life, you know, deciding what overall is the best move for me. Um, so that that I think opportunity kind of opened my eyes a little bit more and was like you know what you know this might be exactly what I'm looking for so um, I had a couple other other interviews um, places and I think the more that I had interviews and kind of experienced that and you know put my name in the hat and kind of went through I um, you know kind of realized I guess this is where I wanted to be you know I definitely had some other interviews a you know an assistant coaching job at like I said a d1 school and then I kind of was like I think you know I honestly I I'm somebody that typically relies a lot I think on some of my like my my gut feeling mm-hmm. um and kind of after my visit here I was like I think this is where I'm supposed to be I actually had a friend <laughs> that well, was like, I'm gonna pause <laughs> you there I was, see Garvey got me last week you ain't you, having two people like, so we're going to take a break right there. We're going to talk about your friend and the gut feeling. And, um, uh, I have to send it to a, a good friend of mine, Karen Dunn and Maple Shades Outdoor. And if you guys haven't checked it out yet, he's doing a giveaway as well over on his page, Maple Shades Outdoors. Check it out on, on Instagram. Uh, he has all the explanations for it. I know it ends on August 26th. So make sure you do that. But KJ, go ahead. Take it away. What's going on, everybody? This is Kieran Dunn, founder of Maple Shade Outdoors. You're currently watching Dingo Talk with my man, Carlo. If you're anything like me and you're really enjoying this content, you should like and subscribe his page. While you're on YouTube, you should probably just head over and like and subscribe Maple Shade Outdoors. Check out our page, enjoy some videos, some outdoor content. You might as well hop on Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Maple Shade Outdoors. Now that's enough about me. I'm trying to get back and watch the rest of Dingo Talk. 
So I'll talk to y'all later.